This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey there, cat lovers. Welcome to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat. I'm your host, Dr. Katherine Krim, and I'm a small animal veterinarian and cat lover. So some things sometimes happen in my own practice where I see patients regularly that sort of inspire my topics. And today I have a special guest, Dr. Emily Tincher, and she is here to talk with us about pet health insurance. So I had a case that I really wish the pet had been insured, and it really inspired me to educate all my listeners about why they might want to consider this and what the specifics about it really are. So I invited Dr. Tincher to talk with us, and we'll be right back. Here's an alarming statistic. More than two-thirds of dogs and cats have oral health disease by the age of three, and one of the indicators is bad breath. Do your pets have a healthy mouth? Do you cringe when it's time for a kiss or a snuggle? Let's get to the cause. Harmful bacteria in their mouth. And bad breath is just the start. The bad bacteria cause tartar and oral disease, which can lead to serious overall health problems. It's critical to make sure your pet's oral health is the best it can be, as good dental health is key to optimizing their overall health. Now, good news. It's easy and affordable to improve their oral health with ProBiora Pet. Just one scoop of this dental care probiotic mixed into their food daily floods the mouth with positive bacteria, which crowds out the bad. This means better oral health and fresher breath. ProBiora Pet is an all-natural dental care probiotic. It's odor and taste-free, so your pets will still enjoy their chow. We want to keep your pets healthy. During National Pet Oral Health Month, our listeners can save 10%. Go to ProBiorapet.com and use PLR10 at checkout. That's ProBiorapet.com. Use PLR10 at checkout to save 10%. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat on Pet Life Radio. As I said, I'm here with Dr. Emily Tincher. Hi, Dr. Tincher. Hi, Dr. Cat. Thanks so much for having me. As a veterinarian and a cat lover, I'm so excited to talk to you all about pet protection and how pet owners can prepare for making sure their kitty family members receive the care they need. Yes. Well, I'm excited too, because as I said, the things that happen in my animal hospital are my inspiration. And I recently had a case. The outcome would have been very different if there had been pet health insurance involved. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I am a veterinarian, a second generation veterinarian. So both my parents are vets as well. And I currently serve as the director of veterinary relations at Nationwide Pet Insurance. I also continue to practice in emergency medicine. So a lot of my clinical experience is with those really sick ones, potentially like with that case you're describing. Yes, I think there is definitely a role in emergency medicine, but in a lot of other places too. So I want to really give my listeners some background about what is pet health insurance. Can you kind of start at the bottom? Yes. So we know that about 95% of pet owners, most of us really feel that pets are part of the family. And this is 
maybe have been enhanced by the fact that they've been a huge comfort to us uh, over the last few years of stress in a global pandemic. Basically, pet insurance is here to help you manage your pet family member's health by preparing financially so that you your pet can get the care that you want and partnership with your vet. So if we then say, okay, how does it work? <laughs> it's pretty simple. I know sometimes when the idea of pet health insurance comes into mind, it, we might immediately switch our brains over to human health insurance. They are pretty different though. And the good news for us pet lovers is that pet health insurance is much less complicated. We'll get back to selecting perhaps the right solution for you and your family, but just the basics of how does it work is once your pet is insured, you take them to any veterinarian, your pet receives the care that they need, and then um, pet owner, you take your information that you got from your veterinarian and you submit that to the pet insurance company for reimbursement. The timeline might be different for different companies, but for nationwide, most claims are processed and you are reimbursed um, within about a week. So it's fairly simple. Dr. Prim, as a practicing veterinarian, what is one of the most common problems you see in cats or dogs? Gosh, um, I see a lot of cats with urinary issues. And that is, um, that's a struggle and it's frustrating. And that's really one of the cases where I think feline health insurance could play a role. Do you agree? Well, I'm so glad that you brought up urinary challenges because if we look back at our data, we're still crunching the 2021 numbers, but for 2022, uh, the one and two problems, the top claims that we see are urinary problems. So the, the top one is bladder problems or cystitis was kind of the more medical term for it. And then the second problem is kidney problems. So right here, right spot on as far as what our data says and what you're seeing in practice that ensuring over a million pets at Nationwide, cats have lots of urinary problems. So if we were to say, okay, we have a kitty that is having some urinary problems, maybe having some accidents outside of the litter box, and you say, all right, it's time to take in my cat so that my vet can take a look at this and try and figure out what's going on. If your pet is insured, you then take your kitty in to your regular veterinarian, have them examined, have whatever diagnostics your vet recommends, maybe things like looking at their urine, looking at their pee, and trying to figure out what's going on with them. They're going to prescribe any medications that they think are recommended based on their findings. And uh, depending on the plan that you have in your coverage, those are the types of things that would be covered and reimbursed for. So I know that you will agree with me, but um, I think that we as veterinarians are very often compared inappropriately to our human counterparts. Because if I took my child to the doctor for a urinary tract issue, I would pay only my $20 copay or whatever, and I never would realize all the things that are going on behind the scenes. But if I see a patient, you know, maybe a $55 exam charge, maybe, you know, a $50 urinalysis, possibly some radiographs, and it adds up really, really fast. But people don't realize that we're doing the same stuff that their physicians are doing. And that's why I think that we should talk about pet insurance. We are doing those same things. And we know from of additional survey data of U.S. pet owners that about one out of three have had a difficult time providing vet care to their pets but because it, it is something that can get expensive. I know sometimes it's tempting to think about with pet insurance, kind of the catastrophic things like 
whether that's a broken leg or your pet needing emergency surgery, but to your point, just a basic urinary tract infection or something that we see all the time in cats and dogs, skin allergies, those things can add up very quickly. And we know that, you know, we care about our pets a lot and it's tricky and and hard to balance that with everything else that we have going on as pet owners in our lives that need to be paid for as well. So having um, that awareness that when you do go see your veterinarian, when, when your pet owners come and see you and I in practice, it is unfortunately something that can add up cost wise because we're, we're doing a lot for them on, in the background, more and more that we're able to do um, every year as, as we have additional uh, new medications and breakthroughs that are, are helping us to provide uh, more advanced care. Yes, I agree. The emergency things, broken legs and that kind of thing. But now we're seeing things like cancer and we've made so many advances. We can really extend a pet's life, but that stuff is costly because it kind of comes from the human side. So I think that it is important that we think of pet insurance as pet health insurance rather than just pet insurance. These are not cars. You know, these are our our fur family members. So what are the options? Are there lots of options, different things that you can choose? It's it's not really a one size fits all, is it? That's a great question because that I think sometimes um, in the past we have treated people like it is a one size fit all, but we're really seeing some great progress in the, the pet insurance industry, um, pet protection industry, really, because we, we have some offerings now to help pets and pet owners that aren't, aren't only pet insurance. And so knowing and talking to um, your veterinarian and talking to your family about what your goals are for pet protection is step one in figuring out what it is that you might be looking for that might meet your needs for pet insurance. So if you're looking for basic coverage, essentially, if you want to be sure that if something catastrophic does happen, an accident like like that broken leg, that you will be able to take care of your kitty and be sure that whatever they may need from pain medication to surgery and exam fees is covered, that might be a more basic accident only type plan. If you said instead, Dr. Cat, I would really like to be sure that my cat has comprehensive coverage, whether it is something more basic and and I have to be sure that um, the, the wellness coverage that you're recommending is included too. I want absolutely everything to be included as part of my pet protection solution. There are more um, advanced options, I would say, more comprehensive options for pet insurance too. So it spans a range. And the top question to answer before you're, you, you purchase one is to just say, what am I expecting and what are my goals? As you may imagine, the more basic options are also a little bit more budget friendly too. So if you're looking that more for that more comprehensive coverage, um, it may also be a more costly coverage option too. So I think one of the differences, and I want to talk with you about this because I'm not really sure, but I think one of the differences between the coverage that we typically think of with our human children or our human family members is the preventive care part. I know when my son was a baby, we would go and get gosh, a bunch of vaccinations and he would cry and cry. And then we would pay our $25 copay or whatever. The preventive care stuff was all included, but it's a little bit different with pet insurance, correct? It is. And um, it's so sad to hear, um, you know, anyone considering your child crying, I know that must be hard to think about even now, but yeah, making sure that our pets have the 
kind of wellness pieces that our veterinarian is recommending, those are important. And it really depends on, you know, how do I want to budget and how do I want to prepare for what my vet is recommending? So for me personally, I like to budget for my wellness pieces separately outside of pet insurance. And we see a number of pet owners going that route. However, there are riders that can be added on. Again, if you say, I just really want everything to be part of my pet insurance, pet protection solution, you can add on just specific ways. Every company is a little bit different, but specific pieces to to your insurance coverage that will help reimburse for things like vaccines. It's typically the most comprehensive or one of the last things to be added on though. Um, To your point, that's fairly different and kind of flip-flop the other way from human healthcare. Yes. And and I think that, you know, each person has to consider their own budget because everybody has an individual situation. You and I are veterinarians. Preventive care is fairly easy for us. We can just, you know, it's right there, but not everybody is. And I think every pet owner is also changed by their own experiences. I know I have people who have said, oh, my last cat, you know, dealt with this type of cancer and it ended up causing so much. And I really want to make sure I'm covered for that. You know, it's just, it's very individual. For sure. The other piece is some, sometimes we have owners that choose to purchase a wellness plan from directly from their vet practice, and that can be another great option as well. Yes, absolutely. I want to take a quick break and come back and talk a little bit more about the options and approximate cost and how my listeners could maybe find out a little more. We'll be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat on Pet Life Radio. So we've been having a really good conversation with Dr. Emily Tincher about pet health insurance and how she and I think that all you listeners should consider this just because a catastrophic illness can be life ending for your pet based on your finances. And that is very heartbreaking for all veterinarians. So so with that said, and we've talked a little bit about all the different options, where can people find out a little bit more about this? That's a great question too, as well. I, I think a place that I would start is talking to your veterinarian and asking if they have recommendations or, or companies that they've worked with before. To find more about Nationwide specifically, you can go to petinsurance.com. As the first 
pet health insurer in the United States. We did get that coveted pethealthinsurance.com. We have a 40th year anniversary coming up from when we issued the first pet health insurance policy to Lassie, um, TV's Lassie. So, you know, there are multiple places that you can go, but as as always, I think from you and I, we would recommend involving your veterinarian in that conversation too. Absolutely, because wellness care certainly differs from veterinarian to veterinarian. We have wellness packages that you certainly would want to compare the price of those to the wellness riders with whatever company you wanted to go with. So yes, we I always want to steer everybody toward their own veterinarian. So here's a good question, I think. When in my pet's life would I want to ideally sign up for pet health insurance? That is an important question for the piece of considering what does pet insurance, pet health insurance not cover? And I want to take a step back and answer that one first, and then we'll come back to when should you consider it? And so when we consider all the great things that pet health insurance can help us with, there are a lot of them. We talked about several already. What does it not cover? There are some easy things that aren't medical, like grooming and boarding, those are not covered and neither are taxes or waste. The one that can be a little more confusing though is pre-existing conditions. So let's demystify that. Because pet insurance is structured like property insurance. So it can be helpful to sometimes think about car insurance as an example. If you crash your car, you won't be able to get insurance to fix the damage that happened in that accident. Similarly, the best advice I can give about pre-existing conditions is that if you're worried that something might not be covered based on something that your pet has already had happen, just assume that it won't and then reassess the value proposition of protecting your pet from other things that might happen. For cats, for example, we've talked about urinary conditions being a top thing that you're seeing in practice and a top thing that we see in claims across the U.S., but we also see a lot of other things like stomach issues. Um, itchy skin and ear infections, diabetes, or lots of other things that could happen across your pet's lifetime. Ultimately, so that your pet doesn't have pre-existing conditions that aren't covered, the best time to get to institute coverage to get a, a pet insurance policy for your kitty is before they have any, which is when they're young and healthy usually. Great. So we need to think about this when we adopt a kitten, perhaps maybe when we go to our veterinarian, open that conversation. Is that, is that you think good advice? That's great advice. I also think even if your pet does have a, a pre-existing condition, it's a, a great time to talk to your veterinarian again and say, okay, what are some other things that you're worried might happen based on your experience and based on the, what you're seeing with my specific kitty here? that I need to be sure are covered when I'm, I'm looking at a pet insurance solution. Okay. So cats are not dogs, we know, but I know that there are some things specific to dog breeds that may or may not have coverage in certain kinds of pet health insurance. What about cats? Are there any breed specific things? So when we look at types of coverage, again, going back to that spectrum of basic to more comprehensive, as you add on additional pieces, like you're looking for accident and then illness. So if they get sick with something that can be added on, um, some types of coverage can cover um, what we call congenital or hereditary type things. So things that different breeds are predisposed to. 
So again, that would be a conversation with your veterinarian of if I have a specific breed of cat, is there something I should be worried about? And then look at that as you're looking at options to consider for pet insurance and make sure that you know whether that will be covered or not if your cat does end up developing it. It is certainly specific to from company to company. So I, I talk about this a lot on this show, but planning is everything. Before you adopt a kitten, think about your budget. Think about how you might handle something catastrophic happening. And pet insurance should definitely be a part of that conversation with your veterinarian. So if you look at all the options and you look at your budget, is that really how, and then talk to your veterinarian, is that how you decide between the different options, Dr. Tincher? I do think that's helpful considering what you would expect, what kind of help you want when you're looking at pet protection is step one. What are my expectations so that I can be sure those are included within whatever insurance policy I'm looking for? That is um, super important and a conversation to have with your veterinarian. Um, So understanding what your expectations are is number one. That will help you select the type of, of pet protection you want. And then number two is just, you know, considering what types of pre-existing conditions might my pet have if they're not healthy or young and healthy without any. And then the other piece might be, are there any additional add-ons that the, the companies that I'm looking at have that could provide extra value? So for example, from Nationwide, all of our members since 2015, so for uh, over seven years now, have had uh, included if they need to to call someone and talk to a veterinary professional about just a, a more simple question for their pet, they have access to our teletriage partner at Vet Helpline. So at no additional cost, our members can call and ask again, those relatively simple questions. And I know as a fear-free certified professional, especially when we're talking about cats, if there's perhaps a time that we don't need to take a cat into the vet and we can get those answers at home, that can be really helpful. And the other piece to consider for that is, you know, the the last thing a cat wants to do is come and see me in the emergency room. Sometimes they do need to, but if you as a pet owner are trying to figure out, do I need to go see someone emergently or can I wait and make an appointment with Dr. Prim uh, or my veter, you know, regular veterinarian, the services like a, a teletriage helpline can help just kind of talk through that with you. Oh, I love that. That is such a great service. So is there a minimum age and a maximum age when I could sign my cat up? Depends on the company that you're looking at. So in general, kittens, you can sign up fairly early um, with additional information on that for us specifically at petinsurance.com. Some companies have an upper age limit and some don't, um, depending on when the max age is that you can add up a pet insurance policy. Again, I would just go specifically to the website or call whichever company you're looking at partnering with so that you understand uh, what those are. That is really great. So I guess the take-home message is talk to your veterinarian about your specific cat's 
risks and, you know, do a little bit of research about the companies that you might be interested in. I think that the telehealth option that you guys offer there at Nationwide is really helpful. I know I know clients have questions sometimes when we're not open. So that that's a really good idea. They do. And I know I have questions sometimes that I'm grateful to have other veterinarians to talk to. So I can imagine that it would be quite helpful. I was just talking to a member recently. Um, so Nationwide is a mutual insurance company. So the the people that have a policy own the company are um, like, like me, I have policies for my pets. And so I, I am a member of Nationwide. So I was, I was talking to a member the other day and telling me about her experience of that helpline. And not only was it helpful in just calming down, worrying about something with her pet, uh, but they also called back the next day to just say, Hey, like, how's your pet doing? And, and that peace of mind to say that, like, we really care. <laughs> I thought was, it's really nice because I, I know we as veterinarians try to do that when, when we can as well, too. Oh, don't they say they don't care how much you know if they don't know how much you care? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So this has been really, really helpful, I think. And I think my listeners are going to benefit from it. But I do want to specifically mention again how they find out more about pet insurance as a whole and specifically nationwide so they can compare policies and, and things and talk to their veterinarian. Can you run through some of those websites and things again? Yes. Yeah, so the top place I would recommend people go for more information from Nationwide is PetInsurance.com. You can get a quote for uh, insurance coverage for your pets there. And there are also some very helpful, just kind of frequently asked questions that you can run through. Uh, as you alluded to, I ultimately talking to your veterinarian is always a top recommendation, whether it's what are the kinds of questions that I should ask or the kind of coverage I should be sure that I am looking for for my kitty, or it's just checking in and, and asking for their thoughts of who have you had good experience with both of those things. We definitely recommend um, checking in with your vet. And those are the top three places I would go. Oh, great. I think so too. I'm ready to look at petinsurance.com. That's right, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think we've really been very helpful. I hope my listeners have been able to learn a lot. I hope my clients have been able to learn a lot. Thank you very much, Dr. Tincher, for joining me today. I think this has been very helpful and has given some background information to my clients, um, hopefully, and my listeners at large. And so I just really think that this is a super good idea. And I think having you here today is going to help a lot of kitties. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, all my cat-loving listeners, I want to thank my amazing producer, Mark Winter, here on Pet Life Radio, and I want you all to go out and have a perfect day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.